listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 228. We are excited to bring back Margot Alvarez to the podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Flapjacked. Flapjacked is a sponsor of Girls Gone Wild podcast. You can get a discount code of GGW and get some of their delicious products like their pancakes. I love pancakes. Their muffins. What did you call it the last time? A muffin in a mug? A muffin in a cup. A mug muffin. It is a mug muffin. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they call it. That's not my name. (laughs) They have cookies. They have all natural gluten-free ingredients. It's a local company, which I love because I love supporting local businesses. You can support the podcast by supporting Flapjack. That's F-L-A-P-J-A-C-K-E-D.com. The discount code G-G. W and try their delicious products. Everyone loves a good breakfast food. Everyone loves a good breakfast food. And it's a fun way also if you are having a hard time getting protein into your kids' diets. It's actually how the company was started that they um, were trying to think of a way to get more protein into their kids' diets. And so they started adding protein into their pancakes. So I know that I always struggled to get Miles to eat anything other than cheese, which like there's some protein in cheese, but it doesn't really count. And well, it does count, but there's only so much cheese I want him to eat. Um, so this is a great way to sneak a little bit of protein into your diet or into your kids' diets. Um, and it's just really tasty. So go check them out, flapjack.com. Use code GGW. Thank you for supporting the brands that support our podcast. So speaking of breakfast foods, we did a uh, Would You Rather. So you got to stay tuned to the very end of the podcast because we did some Would You Rathers with Margo Alvarez and asked her some good, important, pressing questions such as... Would you want breakfast tacos? Or Would you rather give up breakfast food or give up yeah. tacos? Find out at the end of this episode. <laughs> we had such a great time talking to her. As always, she's just such a good guest for the podcast. And uh, she's got a lot going on. So we can't wait for you to hear this episode. So tell us what you've been up to. You've been up to a lot of things. So we saw you at the games, which was so much fun. Yeah. Um, and your awesome booth, by the way. Who designed your booth? So that was actually a big part of it was Alex. Um, we talked about what we wanted to do for the booth. And we thought about like having an old kind of barn look with the um, the front of the the I'm trying I'm totally spacing right now. I'm trying to yeah. visualize now I might actually so the front of the booth facing out um, and then the wine barrels we wanted to kind of have it look like what we would eventually have at the gym location here so kind of like old rustic barn look with the um, the wine and the shirts and unfortunately we couldn't have the wine there because of uh, how like the it's all set up with the alcohol being in yeah. the venue but um we were able to have like a wine barrel and talk about brochures and some information that we had we just couldn't physically have any wine there but um but yeah it was a lot of it was a big behind alex's idea of what we wanted to do and so we talked about ideas and we kind of formulated all right well if we can hang some of the apparel up there to kind of elevate it because there's only a 10 by 10 space we wanted to use whatever space we had but then open it up so it would attract people in yeah. so it um it was a lot of work beforehand and a big scramble like that week of um, trying to get everything set up because you only have a couple amount of days as vendors to get everything set up so it's like all right we have meetings uh for the athletes and then we'd run over to the area to try to get the booth set up and luckily we had a good amount of friends come in uh, and some us and help us get it all set up so it was ready by Thursday. It was um it was definitely a handful. Do you know? So, but I'm glad it all. Were there are there were there any other competing athletes who That's also had ask. a booth in the vendor village? Yeah, I don't think so. I know I'd seen like pictures on social media that athletes had gone to specific right. Yeah, they did like an appearance. appearances, but not yeah, like, yeah. But I don't know if anyone that actually had a booth set up there. Their own shit. Um, 
the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was crazy. I felt bad. One of the days I had to like leave Alex with the booth and I had to go for dinner for the athletes. And I was, you had like, to go man, compete like, in the CrossFit bad. Games. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, I wish I could help. But I was like, I'll be back in a little bit. But it, again, it all worked out. So it was well, awesome. Well, it looked amazing. I got to say it was one of the booths that completely st- stood out to me. And it just, it, the oh, mission was accomplished you. as far as the aesthetic. It looked really, really beautiful. Um, and the yeah, uh, clothes are amazing, I got to say, too. No, Joy still wears that shirt all I the time. I wear that shirt all the time that I got. <laughs> so which one was it? Was it the AM Midday PM? Yes. Uh, no, it's no, the long it sleeve the, one. No, it's not the long sleeve. The long, it was like no. the, it's like kind of the boxy oh, drapey the, shirt. The, the, um, and then on the oh, side, the yeah, wine. yeah, the drink recover yeah. wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was our. Uh, we had it as our summer lounge yep. shirt. It's a. Someone called it like a bat. Exactly, shirt, have, that's the best way to. Yep. Yeah, I was like, that's an interesting way to describe it. But uh, but yeah, it's it's probably one of my most comfortable besides the open back. Uh, I mean, now that's getting a little, little cooler, I, you probably don't want something that's going to open um, yeah. or be open on a shirt. But it's still, they're both super comfortable. And uh, I'm glad you really like oh, it. Oh, I, awesome. so, I wear it all the time. So, you know, obviously the booth was great, but there's yeah. a lot, a big story behind, behind how you got to that yeah. point. And a big yeah. fundamental shift in what you've been doing in the last. Like all of a sudden we're seeing Margot's Instagram with some vineyards and uh, quite yeah. the business popping so, up. Yeah, so we spoke. We spoke last week uh, or last week, uh, last year, a, a little bit about kind of what yeah. was going on. But um, so yes, we've had the vineyard since 2011. Uh, it used to be. I'll try to make sure it's not a long story. But the property was actually going to be for storage units, and there were some bumps in the road in terms of being able to get the the financing for it. Cause it was right when the market crashed back in like 2008, and um, there was some resistance from the surrounding areas to have that be built and so we sat on the land for a couple years um and there's a law in utah where if you don't use the land or and your land has water rights you could lose those water rights within five years of your initial purchase so my dad was like well let's make sure we don't lose the water rights and so he's always wanted to own a vineyard always has always been interested in wine um i'm actually named after chateau margot which is an area region excuse me in france that's cool so I'm like, well, that's kind of ironic. I'm named after a vineyard or a region in in France that makes wine, and now I uh, I make wine myself. So, um, but anyways, that's a side story. So yeah, so in 2011 we started planting um, the rose and the vines. We I came down here and I have some old pictures of what it was first started and what it first looked like. And then every year we've harvested. So since 2012, I've come back and I've harvested. I haven't, I haven't been able to stay for the whole season, but it'd be like a week or two at a time harvest help do some of the winemaking and then I head back out and then in 2014 Alex and I came out here um I brought him with me and he was like man this is amazing it's so beautiful and we wanted to do more it was just tough with what we were doing and where we were living and everything that we had going on and our own goals um but in 2015 we're like if we can seriously spend more time here and make it happen then we could we could possibly save the, the year's harvest whatever year we decided to start it and then have that be our first vintage. So in 2016, after the games, we came down here and we're like, all right, let's spend at least a good couple months here working the harvest, doing what we need to do, and go from there. And so um, we researched what we could do. And the best route for us, since Utah's really strict on their their liquor laws here, to get a licensing to be able to do any winery, that would take at least a year or two so that we would be able to miss out on the 2016 harvest. So we did a custom crush agreement with a winery in Paso Robles. It's called uh, Pacific Wine Services or First and Last Winery. So we would harvest all the grapes. We would load them into the trailer and then drive them. Alex and I would drive them from Utah down to Paso Robles, drop the grapes off. They would crush them to stem them, 
follow our wine protocols, do everything we need to do there um, for the winemaking. And then we did last year, we did five trips to do all this. And then this year we did six trips. So last year we had about 25 to 26,000 pounds of grapes we hauled. This year we had about like 30 to 32,000 pounds of grapes. So um, it was it's a lot of work and it, it's crazy because it goes by so fast. But um, that was the best way for us to make it happen, to be able to have the wine ready, um, to be able to have the wine, the, the games this past year. And then is the, obviously the goal is to be able to do it there eventually. Is that something that you guys are still working on getting set up? Yeah, we, we've talked about that, and the, the biggest thing would be we'd have to have a facility for that. We would need to get a packaging agency licensing agreement, um, which it's all doable, but it's probably going to take a couple years yeah. to do that. Um, I mean, right now, the, the, the only thing that's really hard is that the driving, like there and back, like it's a 10-hour drive there and then an 11-hour drive back um, just because of the time change, and it's it kills your body because you're sitting for so many hours. But um, it's just great because it allows us to do what we need to do here to focus on our programming, focus on training. Um, we could still do it here eventually, but that, again, we'll, we'll need the facility and the space and the licensing for all that to happen first. So talk about the shift kind of that happened in the last year when you were training for the games, but now you have this other big focus. And, you know, it sounds like it's been kind of on it, you know, in the periphery for the last several years where you've gone out for a couple of weeks here and there, but this is the first year where it really was your primary um, project. But then, of course, you're still training for the games, mm-hmm. which for most people, that's the, their primary, you know, that's a full time gig in and of itself. Yeah. So, <clears throat> how did that change your, the way you approached your training? And how do you feel like it changed the experience you had at the games? So, yeah, so that's a great question. Um, last year, we've, so it's been about a year, full year now, like dedicating towards this project leading up to the games in 2016. We spent some time, but it wasn't all consuming. Um, and it's allowed me, it's kind of put a lot of things in perspective because we started this new business. Um, we spent a lot more time. And, and once the harvest was over, that was the physical consuming side of it. But then after that, in October of last year, November, and on through January, a lot of time was spent like researching the laws, uh, applying for the federal license and the California license. So a lot of time, my time training was shifted. So in the morning, I was like, all right, I'm going to dedicate a few hours to doing the licensing, getting the paperwork involved, getting signed up to get the information that I need um, to be able to apply all these um, paperwork to get those licenses. And then in the afternoon, I would train. So days would be really long. Um, and I'd be in the gym until maybe seven or eight at night versus maybe finishing at like five or six. Um, and I think over time, like over the a year, I'll, there was still time dedicated to training, but because there was another project that was consuming a lot of my time and attention, it was, it was split. So like, I know people say like, oh, if you're doing four or five things, you can't give a hundred percent to those four or five things that you're doing. And I, in a way that's true. It's like, maybe I'm just doing two things and I'm focusing on those two things, but it's like, at one point, something may come down to a time where it might suffer a little bit. So, like, it was tough leading up to regionals. <clears throat> we had submitted all the paperwork for the federal license and the California license, and we were kind of on a time crunch because it's like we needed to know if we were going to get the license because if not, then we wouldn't be able to bottle. And if we wouldn't be able to bottle, then we wouldn't be able to have it at the games. So, yes, I still focus on training. And I put a priority on that, but it was still, like, in the back of my mind and on the side, any free time that I had, it was like, okay, who can I follow up with? Like, who can I email? Like, how can I get this through the the federal licensing process so I can get some information back? So it definitely took some time and attention away from training. Um, and leading up to the games, it's like, okay, you feel good. You feel prepared. Um, did run-throughs of some of the workouts that we knew and you felt ready. And then 
the games came and some of the events came and I was like, man, like didn't do as good as I wanted in others. Others I did okay. Um, it definitely wasn't my best performance out of all the games. So it was, it was kind of discouraging and disappointing for myself because it's like I wanted to do better. I had an idea of like, man, I've worked so hard. I feel like I'm a better athlete than I was last year. Um, but then you go and like the numbers are showing you where you're at. But at the same time, I have to be realistic. It's like, hey, like I wasn't just focusing just on training and just on getting ready. I was also trying to put a lot of time and attention, whether it wasn't necessarily physical work into the vineyard at that point, but it was more mental and uh, computer work that was being put there. So again, like I'm not hard, I mean, I'm not at the point where I'm like, oh man, I suck. This is terrible. Like I'm gonna give up because I know there's a lot more right, going you still on. Made it but to, the to reevaluate, exactly. Yeah, like I'm still happy. And it's tough because we reflected just recently. It was like last month we were talking about. It's like man, like we got our federal license, we got our California license, and we had it all happen right at the same time of the games and or at regionals. And it's like I wanted to celebrate, but at the same time I was like, all right, I need to focus on regionals because it's next right. weekend. And so looking back, it's like, man, like you accomplished all that. And I think sometimes, not just me, but people in general, and like when you reach your goals, like you don't allow yourself to maybe give yourself a pat in the back or like, hey, like look what you did. Like that's awesome. Like good for you. Like take a moment to appreciate that and like say, hey, this is really cool. And I don't think we ever did that because there's just one thing after the next. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I, I still qualify and I still made it. So it's like I'm glad to have made both goals at the same yeah. time. Do you feel like it's n- kind of nice though to have something else to focus on every That's once what in I was while? thinking too. Like I, I just yes. feel like if all yes. you're ever Definitely. doing or thinking about is CrossFit, it would get boring. And I think – and I can, again, I can't speak for other people. But for myself, it's like I think – because people ask me, like, what's your advice as an athlete and what's your advice with CrossFit? And it's I, – I love CrossFit and it's been life-changing and I, I want to continue to do it. And I know I will for the rest of my life. Um, as a competitor, I don't think I'll be a competitor for the rest of my life. That'll, that'll be, always be a part of me because I've done some sort of competing or trying to be good in any any sport or anything I've done through my entire life. But like you said, at some point, like, would you want to change it up? Totally. Like, I've it's kind of, when I think about it, like I've competed ever since I found CrossFit. Like when I first found CrossFit, I signed up for the Open and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, and then I went and volunteered at regionals. I was like, oh, I want to be there. And then I volunteered at the games. I was like, oh, I want to be there. So it's for me, it's been a lot of competition the entire time versus maybe people that do it for a couple of years and then they decide to get competitive. Um, so to actually do something different and focus on the winemaking or focus on the business or focus on building my affiliate, it's like man, it's really cool to do something different. Like, I like that. I like the change. I like the challenge. Like, I like going out and doing something different because it gets away from maybe, like, the routine of doing something day in, day out. Not to take away that that for those people that do that, and I still do that myself in terms of the training and the goals that I'm trying to reach, but it is. It's it's nice to change it up and do something different. Like, when I'm like, oh, I'm going to go out for a hike, like, yay, I'm going to be outside the gym. This is awesome, you know? It's a, it's just something different. Well, I think too, because um, CrossFit's always been something that we feel we're a part of as well, no matter if you're just someone who does CrossFit in your little local box versus someone who's a competitor. So we, just speaking for me personally, I feel like it's really nice when I can feel like I can relate to the competitors, like on just on a personal level, um, that you're not like so totally. far away from just being a person. And I think that's kind of where we <laughs> yeah. all still just like yeah, a human. That yeah, that you're human, that you're actually- <laughs> Has a life to live. Yeah, that has a life to live. Because I think, I mean- I get on a competitive level, you have to kind of be superhuman, but it's also nice to just be like, oh, they're just like us. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also like we've we've talked to a lot of folks um, who, you know, either currently are competitors or were competitors. And it's like at the end of the day, like if that's the only bucket you have in your life, it's it, yeah. you're going to burn out. Yeah. Totally agree. And I think that's and that's something I've always 
ever since the beginning, I've always want to. I've always thought like I don't. So, I don't want to just be seen as just a competitor. Like I want to be able to have other facets that I can offer. Like I want to be able to be a coach that I can help people, and that's something that I've always connected with. And that's what first got me into becoming a CrossFit coach was I wanted to help others make an impact on their life. Like I want to be able to change their life for the better, whether they have a goal of just losing ten pounds or they're trying to stay healthy so they can pick up their grandkids, or they want to be able to have the strength to like do a pull up or do a push up. And I think that's where it's like, for me, like in the end, like I think at the end of my life or at the end of my journey, whatever my journey takes me to at that finish point, like have have I been able to help any people? Have I been able to give back to the community? Have I been able to like share my experience and hopefully inspire someone else to like follow their goals and dreams, whether they're CrossFit related or not, um, just by sharing or imparting anything that I've gone through with someone else? Um, And like you said, you know, it's, I mean, we're all on these other journeys and it's like, how can we relate to other people? And how can we essentially give back in the long run? Like that's, I think it's most important at the end of the road. I agree. I think that's uh, just, it goes so much further. Um, While I Mm -hmm. completely appreciate how CrossFit uh, pushes us to be healthy and make ourselves better. I cannot stress enough how great it is to see your Instagram photos of you relaxing at the end of the day with a glass of wine. Because I think what we project onto uh, professional athletes, professional CrossFit athletes, is that you have to be so strict and regimented and that, you know, you can't relax. Like, you can't have that piece Mm -hmm. of of your life. And I think that's what um, is just what I love about you is that you have what seems like a really good uh, perspective on those things. Like, yeah, I'm going to, I have this amazing vineyard business and I'm going to drink wine and recover and repeat. And I love that about you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I think, and I think it's important. It's like, I want to share that because it's like, I do agree. A lot of people think, and I've gotten it like questions at the time, like, Oh my gosh, do you drink or you have a glass of wine? You have a beer. And I'm like, yeah, like, and I think like I could not have it, but it's like, I enjoy having those. I mean, I'm not getting wasted and drinking a whole bottle um, or having a whole like six pack of beer, but it's like at the end of my life, like I want to look back. It's like, I want to be able to say like, I enjoyed everything or it's like, I don't want to, I mean, it's tough because people say, oh, you don't have any regrets. And, like, there might be regrets in life or, like, decisions you maybe wish you would have made or didn't make. But it's, like, I want to look back. It's, like, this is – I'm spending most of my time right now. In the past six years, I've been competing. So it's, like, I want to still be able to enjoy myself and have fun doing what I'm doing. Um, And for me, enjoying a glass of wine or a a glass of beer at the end of the day is, like, that's part of my routine. That's part of what I'm doing in my life. And it's, like, if I can share that, say, hey, like, we all – we are all – in some sort of way have something to relate to one another and share that with one another. And I've had some people same thing. They're like, Oh my God, it's so cool to see like you have a drink or that you'd like, do you enjoy or you go out and you like have a glass of wine or have a glass of beer? And I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. Like I want to be able to share that with people. So I love being able to hear the feedback and saying like, Hey, we're all, we're all on the same page um, in, in some aspect. And a lot you know? of the things that Claire and I have been talking about is just kind of honoring our bodies and honoring recovery and spending time with like not looking at things as good or bad <laughs> like food is not good or bad yeah and that rituals and and relaxing with your friends and you know sharing a glass of wine is a really beautiful thing um so is enjoying a piece of cake or you know things like that but I feel like totally. just the idea around recovery that I see you put out there which is so important is that people are honoring recovery the way that they want to honor it what makes them feel relaxed right Um, it's about like it's about emotional recovery too like Mm -hmm. letting your guard down and like 
And I think you said... But I think people also, like, uh, mistake that with, like, you're self-medicating. It's like, no, no. this is a beautiful ritual. Like, yeah. and especially with you of creating this. Like, like you created this. Thing, yeah. Right. Well, and I think you, no, something totally. you said, too, is, like, you know, to your point, it's six years of your life. You don't want to look back on this huge yeah. chunk of your life no. and be like, wow, I... Like, yeah, it was a means to an end. But at the end of the day, you want to look back mm-hmm. and en- have enjoyed that time. And like, you don't want to look back and be like, wow, I really missed out on so much yeah. during that. And I, yeah, yeah. Totally. And I feel like there's probably yeah, other parts, you know, other things that inevitably you do miss out on because of the emphasis that you put on competing. And, you know, everybody makes choices like that. Like you have to, you For can't sure. have it all. But at the same time, like, yeah. you got to have a life. <laughs> No, I definitely agree. And like, there are definitely sacrifices that you make again, like whether it's just it's being a CrossFit competitor or you're trying to go to school or whatever, like you have other things that you're trying to reach towards any goal. Like there definitely will be sacrifices and there'll be things you'll miss out on. Um, but like for me, I'm like, it's part of my lifestyle. It's like, Hey, like having a glass of wine or beer is okay. Again, I'm speaking for myself. I know there's other people that don't relate or don't have that same feeling or don't agree and that's fine. Um, but it's like, you can enjoy something with your dinner or at the end of the day to recover to relax to like give yourself that downtime um to allow you to come back for the next day or the next Mm -hmm. week for the projects that you're working on for the goals that you're working on and it's i mean again everyone has their own little go-to thing but it's like something that we've tried to continue to put out there is not only with just our lifestyle but also with the wine it's like moderation is okay like not getting and then we even take that into our training like not too high not too low like if you get super excited about a workout or a pr yes definitely celebrate it but if you get so excited when you're in competition where you use that adrenaline rush and then your body is at a deficit then you have to get ready for the next workout then it's like how does that serve Mm -hmm. you you know so it's like staying kind of even keeled and in balance and that's the biggest thing for us is our messages you know have balance in your life um, everyone's balance will be a little bit yeah. different, but it's like that moderation in terms of not only the like the, the wine, but also like, like hey, like I want a piece of cake. Like you said, like, yeah. cool, I'll have a piece of cake. But it's like if you don't allow yourself that piece of cake or that cookie, you might go crazy at the end of the week or the month. And like next thing you know, you ate a whole cake or the whole box exactly. of cookies. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, you know, whether we're speaking about wine or we're speaking about food or we're fill in the blank, it's just that piece of um, making this be a part of your life in a way that feels like it's inclusive Mm -hmm. instead of really restricting yourself all the time. Like that's, we just really want to get away with that. And so... um, And it's like the longevity piece, which mm -hmm. we talk about a lot of like, you can't live your life like this forever. And like, yeah, you know, to your point, like there's certain goals and there's certain phases, but also like you still just need to have that long term in mind of... At the end of the day, mm-hmm. this is the person you want to be. You don't want to be a super strict, restrictive person. You want to be the type of person who enjoys their life and like, and and totally. also like is able to fully like live. You know, because if you were running a vineyard, but you were so 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 strict, that would be a tough experience to have. I feel like, and I feel like you would probably not feel yeah. like you were having you were you know having the full reaping the benefits of all your work. I. Yeah, I definitely. I want agree. to bring up too that um, just around this mindset, I want to ask you too how your dad plays into this and the reason i bring it up is because at the uh 17.5 announcement where we hung out with you for a bit is your dad was so cute behind the scenes there (laughs) and i was like talking to him briefly and i just i commented about like how amazing it was that you guys were doing the vineyard and and he was like (laughs) he genuinely he was so cute he genuinely was like which one do you like and I was just like, oh, <laughs> you wanted to just sit and talk about wine forever. And I remember we were just talking for so long That's that so at one funny. point you like had to go somewhere with your dad. You're like, dad, you got to like, you had to like come <laughs> and steal him away. Um, but I feel like he really embodies that spirit too. Um, can you just talk a little bit about that? Like working Dad's with him? Like the best. Totally. 
Yeah, he's um, he, yeah, he's. It's been amazing just to see him. I mean, he's one of his goals that he's had in his entire life, and he's loved wine, learned about it since he was like seventeen through his father. Um, he just loves the process, and he's read tons about it, and he he's always just wanted to have a vineyard. And so when this opportunity came about, and for him to do all this, it was I think in a way a dream come true. And he definitely will credit like. Alex and I getting the license and being able to do all this because there's no way he feels he physically would be able to drive the grapes from here to Utah. But um, I think it's something that he, it's kind of like his baby in a way where he's cultivated, he's spent like time building the holes to plant the grapes and like having it all be a part of it Um, and seeing it come to come to fruitation. Like I think it's kind of like music to his ears in a way where it's actually happening. Um, and I think he's always he's wanted it to happen, and he's he's put a lot of effort and kind of maybe wishing and hoping, and but also the physical labor to get it to happen. But then we were that we were able to bring him that final piece, being able to put it all together. Um, and it's like I mean he loves he he he. So actually, a little backstory: he wasn't really doing CrossFit before. He would walk the vineyard a little bit here and there. But um, a couple weeks ago, about two weeks ago, he had two strokes. And he's actually, they, luckily, they were minor where there wasn't a lot of damage, and he's able to, he's been able to recover. And we've actually got him start exercising and doing CrossFit workouts in the gym um, here at the house. And so he, I think he really sees now like the full circle. It's like, man, like it's important to like go for your goals and like live your dreams. But he embodies definitely like enjoy a glass of wine or two, or you know, sit back and like see all the hard work that you've put into it and like kind of reap the rewards because I mean he's 66 now so he's gone through numerous experiences in life um and just to see his like he sometimes he's like a little kid sometimes when he sees his wine and he's like ooh, you know like what's the <laughs> wine so and, and it, it's awesome yeah. to see that because it's like he's, he's probably wanted to build things up so it comes to this this finished product and it maybe hasn't gotten there in previous years but now it is and so it's it's really cool to see him be a part of um and like obviously like taking him around to show him because i mean he knows obviously like crossfit through me and he's been i think he's been to every competition since like 2012 like the regionals and the games um and same with my mom so it's been it's been really awesome to have both of them there and have them be so supportive and so to have him kind of be a part of this project is really cool to to have him not only be the winemaker but then also like see the crossfit and see how it's it's helping him become a little healthier in a point where he had a health issue and now trying to come back from that that's so So, scary yeah yeah Um, it's crazy because it the symptoms were like and alex is like you know it could be i mean alex used to be a nurse in the icu unit for 15 years and he has a lot of experience and he's seen a lot of things and he's like you know it could be a stroke it could be like us you know thinking this is bigger than it is it could be allergies because he some of the symptoms kind of sounded like allergies and it's like he just wasn't sure and then you know a couple weeks like that happened one week and then the next week later it was a little more aggressive and he was having issues walking like he was kept going to the left and I was like you know like this is probably more than just allergies I was like let's go to the mm-hmm. ER and we did and ended up getting some tests done and there was two small strokes in there um and again, luckily they were minor, so it wasn't there wasn't permanent damage. But it's just like, man, like talk about being lucky, you yeah. know? Like, and I and it, we've talked about it. It's like we think like maybe the the consumption of wine um, that he's had, like you know, he has a glass of wine every night, and it's like maybe that actually helped, you know, keep those strokes be minor versus being a like a bigger stroke. Because um, what the doctors think is like a piece of plaque came off 
like in his arteries and that's what causes stroke and it's like man it's good it was a small piece versus a larger yeah. piece yeah well and you know like, yeah oh, oh, go ahead. it's just like that again like kind of brings the focus to what is that what is the long your long-term health look like and what is that longevity and like how can you you know I don't know. I feel like whenever something like that happens, it just really forces you to have perspective of like, okay, what really is important? Like what yeah. really, what's, what choices am I stressing out about? Which like at the end of the day totally. are just not worth it. Well, I think, yeah. And looking at our elders in that way of just like how they live their lives. Our and elders. They weren't, like, no, I'm serious. Like <laughs> yeah. they weren't, you know, stressing over macros and calories. I mean, some were, yeah. but I feel like in some way we've, we've uh, kind of abused that in some way, shape or form. Like we really need to look at our parents and, you know, our grandparents and kind of take a page out of their playbook of living life. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask too, like, was his, was one of your wine labels, uh, a, a character, a caricature, caricature yeah. yes. of him? Okay. Yes, totally. <laughs> I don't know why I yeah, just like so the one, I'm... one of the bottles that you, Margot was nice enough to send us some of her delicious wine. And um, one of the bottle labels, I'm like, I swear this has to be of her dad. <laughs> yeah. So cute. So yeah, quick story. He, uh, we were looking at labels and we knew we wanted to have four varietals. And he's like, "Oh, I want to, I want to do this photo, this drawing." And so he showed us, and it was like a, a self-portrait of himself, a little drawing that he had done on his like phone, on like a, on like a notebook app where you can yeah. just draw. And I was like, "No, we're not doing that label. Like, no one's gonna get it. No one's gonna see." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I really want this." I was like, oh, "Okay." So he drew like, it. Cool. Not only is it him, but he drew yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We'll have, we're gonna take. Yeah. A, I'll, we'll have to post a yeah. picture of it. Yeah. It's so. That's yeah, so great. So, and it's a cute photo. I mean, it's it really a really is. cute photo. It it's a picture. It's, it's cute so great. Drawing. Yeah. 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 It's, so it's a living your own, which is the winemaker in French. And so he wrote that on the label, like when he drew it, he's like, I want exactly this. And it, it's funny because like people see it and it's hard to read the writing of the words. So obviously we see it, but people are like, oh, like I'm not sure. It's hard to read. So they're like the blue one. I'm like, cool. Awesome. The blue one. Well, and let's be honest. But it's, like, uh, yeah, it's Most really wine cool. labels are so random anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and that's something we wanted to do with the wine is like we didn't want to just go the traditional route. Like we've we went to uh, we actually went to Napa and talked to some places and we said, hey, you know, would you ever be interested in buying grapes from Utah? And it was kind of like they stuck their nose in the air and they're like Utah grapes, like no, sorry, like they didn't even consider it. Like they wouldn't. It's like it didn't even cross their mind. So it's obviously going the traditional route has not been something we focus on. It's more like all right, let's focus on the community we have and the following we have, and go that route. And a good majority of people we talked to, they said, hey, like, you know, how do you buy wine? Do you offer the taste, the name, the, the label? And a good 50% of people said, like, yeah, we just go off based on the label. Like, if it's a cool label or it's something that's attractive and it grabs my attention, I'll buy that. That is how like, I buy oh, wine. Cool that's, it's true. It's so yeah. true. 100% how I buy wine. <laughs> tell your dad, tell yeah. your dad that he wins for the label because I really so do cute. like it. I yeah. will. It reminds me of Triplets of Belleville. Anybody? The, the Triplets what? of Belleville? Nope. Okay. It's What's an that? old French movie. Go. You'll have to go Google it now. It's like an old French <laughs> yeah. um, silent That's cartoon. Cool. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> All right, Margot. We want to move on to talking about uh, programming too. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break in here from one of our sponsors. Hey, we just want to take a quick second to thank our sponsor, Love My Skivvies. LoveMySkivvies.com. It's L-U-V-M-Y-S-K-I-V-V-I-E-S.com. You can use code GGW to get a discount on your order. Love My Skivvies is our favorite subscription service. They will send you adorable functional underwear, and you can customize your subscription service, whether you want thongs or no thongs or men's underwear. They also have some great socks that they sent us last time, which I've are so I've been loving comfy. the socks. Yeah. They're perfect. And it's just a really cute 
um, cute business. We love the owner. We love supporting female entrepreneurs. And it's some of my favorite underwear. So if you hate underwear shopping, slash if you are just ready to branch out and get some new underwear and branch on out be surprised i like being i like being surprised i do too sometimes it's it's like you don't know what you want like they just send it to you and you're like well this is exactly what i wanted how did you know so go check out lovemyskivvies.com use code ggw and thank you for supporting the podcast thank you and we're back all right margo let's talk about moving on to the programming and what you guys are doing with the vineyard so yeah yeah so we have um, is it vineyard or vineyard so the, yeah, so the vineyards, we oh. play off of it. So yeah, oh. people are like, I know. <laughs> uh, we play off of the vineyard. So it's the vineyard, three separate words. We um, So we've we've had our our programming on preparenexecute.com. And we've actually, we're going to try to slowly eventually phase that out and try to do everything on uh, the vineyardcrossfit.com. So the vineyard crossfit, that's our affiliate. We affiliate to the garage here. We're actually um, in the process of working with an architect to build a building here it'll be just um the the gym like the little affiliate and then we'll actually have like a loft upstairs that we can stay in um so we'll have the gym there um and until we have the gym we do a lot of all all online programming so we have like our two programs we focus on which is one is mine the open 2018 which is just my programming that i'm doing so we share that with anyone out there uh whoever signs up for it and then we have the open 2018 program which right now has been focused we've had it since last March and we focused it on just being able to improve your capacity through warm-ups like dynamic warm-ups that, um, that I'll do um, aerobic warm-ups so it could be like running or rowing or wall balls or burpees and then we'll have a 20-minute mobility session so that's anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes of stretches we'll do like yoga stretches we'll do banded work um, and then we'll also have accessory and then uh, a metcon so that's the open program and that we wanted to create so people could do that in unison or in addition to their daily workout at the gym because we don't want to take away from affiliates we don't want to take away from people that are already like doing the program at the gym we just wanted to add something in it's like hey if you're looking for something extra um, because I've gotten a lot of messages and questions like hey like i'm doing this but i want to add a little something extra what can we do so we created that and we've been putting out that that out there since march and we actually we want to do more with it so when you like when you go to the website you have the option to sign up um and right now we're doing the promotion so we can if you sign up you get like a free shirt from the vineyard crossfit apparel so we're trying to build that more so when people sign up they'll get the programming and once we have the gym built we'd like to eventually have nutrition classes that we can either do live or film and then have as archive footage that members can access so the nutrition classes would be anything from maybe like the meals that I cook or if we have special guests. So say like Sam used to, Sam and I used to train a lot together. Um, and so like say Sam comes to town and she stays with us and stays with us and she's like, Oh, I, this is what I usually make for breakfast. We'd like to film that and then share that with people so that they can kind of get an idea of like, Hey, this is what we eat on a typical basis. or this is what we cook for dinner, lunch or breakfast. Um, and then we'd also like to do videos on like coaching or mental prep or have special guests that maybe aren't crossfitters that come in from their um, sport or their focus or their whatever industry that they've spent time in and share that with the members that sign up so down the road we they have not just programming that they can follow but also uh, a variety of other things that they can check out and sign up and be a part of and then eventually once the gym's here then they can come drop in and check it out and uh do some training here so that'd be eventually we'd like the the gym to be done um i mean i'm i'd be really hopeful to say by march but um i'm thinking maybe closer to like april or may and so where exactly are you guys located i mean i know you're like kind of the middle of nowhere in utah (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
So we're we're actually we're two hours north of Vegas. So we're in southern Utah. We're about twenty minutes north of St. George, which if people know southern Utah, that St. George is kind of on the radar for some people. Um, so we're twenty minutes north of St. George, and then we're about three and a half to four hours south of Salt Lake City. Where are you like in relation to Moab? So we're about five hours west of Moab. Got it. Yeah. That's pretty much my only landmark that I know in Utah. Okay. Like, yeah, so that's cool, weird. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're totally, we're like right on the border of Arizona. Yeah. Um, and again, like driving to Vegas, we, we'll do that a lot for flying in and out just because they have more flight options, um, better prices, and the drive's not too bad. But um, yeah, so we're, I mean, the weather's not too bad down here. People think, oh, Utah must be cold. And it does get cold, but it's not as cold as like Salt Lake City, and we don't get as much snow as Salt Lake. Well, and you're in the desert. Yes, exactly. We're in desert. And one thing that we've been, we're about like, we're 20, about 20 to 30 minutes from Zion. Um, You could actually see the backside of Zion from where we're at, like the mountains that are behind the vineyard. When you're looking kind of like northeast, you can see the backcountry of Zion. So we'd like to be able to have the gym ready so people can come and like check it out, do a drop in, um, like check out the vineyard go be able to go do hiking and camping in Zion on the net, or if they're on the way out, then they can stop by too. Like we're right off the I-15, so it's a, it's pretty close. Again, if you're headed south or headed north, that you could just hop off the freeway, um, check it out. And right, because Zion's a there. huge destination. Yeah, it's huge. And then we had a lot of people this summer were like, oh, I want to come check out your gym. Like when are you guys doing classes or when are you open? I was like, I would love to have you guys come by. <laughs> Um, we don't have a facility. In a year. We actually had, yeah, I was like, in a year. We had um, a guy, he actually was from uh, Czech Republic. He was actually, him and his girlfriend were in town, and he was like, hey, like, I want to come check out the gym. I was like, I don't have a gym. Oh, sorry. He's like, well, can I just come out and work out with you? I was like, well, we have a garage gym if you want to. He's like, yeah, totally. So one That's of the days so before we harvested, um, some friends to the gym, and this uh, guy came by, and we just did a little workout session before the gym, and then he ended up leaving. Um, and then we ended up harvesting the grapes, but it, I mean, it's cool to be able to do that. Cause it's like, how often do you get to meet people like halfway around the world or more, um, when they're coming here to go camping or go hiking or explore. Um, and so it's really cool. I'm really looking forward to be able to have the gym ready and set so people can stop by and like check it out and we can do more and, and film more and put it out there for everyone. You guys should do like a little bed and breakfast and then you can have like the full, <laughs> the like, full experience, the full retreat yeah. experience. It's such a great destination. Totally. You we, get the we, vineyard, you've got... You've got yeah. CrossFit. You've got. I yeah. literally the like if I mean, you guys all the things that, that could have bring just bring in some cheese. Like yeah. I would never leave. <laughs> yeah, those are my three favorite things: are wine I know, and cheese I love and CrossFit. These two. It's the best. And the desert um, de- is my fourth favorite yeah, thing. There we so go. yeah, we definitely we thought about doing a bed and breakfast. Um, there's a little <laughs> more different laws around that, but yeah. we'd like to definitely. <laughs> we want to get a, a packaging agency license so we can sell the wine here eventually, um, and then be able to do like something. Again, whether it's like little appetizers or like a wine tasting night or little like yoga nights, um, it'd be so, it'd be awesome to be able to do something like that and offer that, offer that to the people, not only locally here, but for those that are coming in and in, uh, out to the town. That'd be awesome. I think every wine and wad night at every gym in the world needs to have your wine because yes. hello, be that's like the perfect... <laughs> The perfect combination. <laughs> we uh, so we've been wanting to do some more of those wine and wine. I mean, the the best place right now is um, in California because that's where we have the the winery license there um, and the wine grower license. But we definitely would like to do more like water wine nights and just be able to get the brand out there and bring bring exposure to it and share the story with it and get to meet people. And for me, it's like getting to meet people in the local communities is is always been. Um, 
a biggest focus of mine just because I love getting to meet others and hear their stories and how they found CrossFit or how they were inspired or their family members got them into it. So it's, it'd, be a, it'd be great to do more of those eventually. Um, I'd love to come to Colorado too and see you guys there um, and be able to do more of these. So it'd be and awesome. where are you guys shipping right now? I remember so, seeing that yes, recently. We can ship to most states. So we can ship to like Colorado, Arizona, um, California, Oregon, Washington, um, Montana. We can't ship abroad, like out of state or out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can ship to most most states. The only states we can't ship to right now are like Illinois, Tennessee, uh, New York, New Jersey, um, and there's a couple others I'm trying to think of. But so it's find like, a friend in a state that you can ship to yeah, and have exactly. them get your yeah. wine. <laughs> totally, yeah. Because like. Awesome. If you, this is going to be a stupid question. If you shipped wine to me, since I'm not the distributor, could I like send it to a friend? You could. The only thing as like a gift. Added, yeah, you. And that's the thing is like the biggest thing we've come up with is shipping. The shipping cost has been a lot. Like right uh, now, we ha- you have to pay. So for I shipping. should not volunteer to become an unofficial distributor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be I'll go for it. But the one thing we found is the shipping is a that's lot, fair. and also finding up a dist- or finding a company that will ship. So. Right now, we go through our company in um, in California, and they have the licensing, and we have the licensing to ship to the different states. But it's like, hey, like if someone wants it in Illinois, and it's like, all right, well, let's uh, let's ship it to somewhere else. But then they would have to ship it to them, and it's like, oh man, like legally, and then also the cost of shipping adds up. So we're that's what we're trying to work on too. We're trying to eventually get to the point where, with the memberships and with our programming, if we can bring in enough. Um, members and enough base then that eventually will allow us to hopefully be able to create free shipping so all you're paying for is the product because shipping right now is can is almost a bottle almost the cost of a bottle and it's like we'd we'd like to be able to eliminate that but it's like streamlining everything right now we're not at that point where we can do that but with the increased base of members and the increased um exposure that we can get we'd like to get to the point so we can offer free shipping because for most wine clubs and most wineries out there like there are shipping costs for the consumers so fingers crossed that we can get that going uh, soon that would be so fun it would be so fun to do like like i would totally sign up for like an an subscription for your programming that came with a bottle of wine every month yeah so and that's the one thing that we're trying oh, to figure out is right now we can't do like the free wine we do have our we have our wad and wine club membership that we created where if you sign up for the year um it's a discounted rate i think it comes at like seven dollars a month discounted rate you paid all at once but it gives you you 20% off all wine, 20% off all apparel, and then free shipping on, on any bottles if you order three bottles or more um, and at any time. So eventually we'd like to be able to get to the point where we can't offer a free bottle. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to figure out legally how that, that'll be possible. Right, giving away wine, that's a little bit tricky. Yeah, that's a little, uh, yeah, that's a little, <laughs> little tricky right now. But eventually, hopefully we can incorporate that into our water wine membership. Yeah, it's just so. like two of the best things. I was just so excited at endless. the games. Yeah, I was so excited at the games when I saw your wine was there. I was just like, oh, because I remember it being like it was. They had it in like the a last the, minute. I totally remember you. What was it, that thing called that they did? What? That like gazebo, the Madison Club. Oh, oh yeah, Madison Club. Yeah, Madison Club, yeah. <laughs> we got to yeah. go in there. <laughs> Awesome. For like two minutes <laughs> before somebody was like, I don't think you should. That's <laughs> kidding. No. But uh, I, Mom Sandy and I are, we love wine. We really love wine. So we tried your wines uh, in the vendor village and we were just like, this is the best thing. Yeah. They really are delicious. We're not just well, saying and that like, the they're thing really too, good. Like, you know, you everyone has that friend who like brews beer and you go over to their house and you're like, yeah. this is so good. This is so good. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I love it. I'm just going to take it for later. Yeah. Right, exactly. 
And I'm not going to lie, Margo, I was kind of prepared to have to do that. <laughs> but I didn't have to because yeah. it really was good. I don't, was I, really... didn't, I don't have to be like, it was so good, Margo. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to, this, this label is so interesting. I can't even open the bottle. <laughs> That's not how I feel. I really do like yeah. it. Yeah. And that was, our, we were, we're really glad that it turned out well. And obviously they're younger wines. Like, I mean, this is our last year's production. So like the Zinfandel for sure, it's a younger Zin and we'll probably let it sit in the bottle um, for a couple more years. And I think after that, like it'll become a stronger, bolder wine. Um, but it's like, again, we're, I'm just, I'm glad they turned out well. And it wasn't like wine that people were like, Oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom and spit it out real quickly. Uh, <laughs> right. so I'm really happy with how they've come out. And the labels again have been something that we've really, we spent a lot of time with. And actually there's a new label that we're creating right now. And it's, it's actually going to be called moderation. And it goes along with our, our theme of you know creating that balance and it's like hey like if you don't want a whole bottle of wine or if just you and your friend are drinking and you don't want that 750 milliliter bottle we have the 500 milliliter bottle and again we wanted to name it off that moderation and incorporate it into the theme of you know a little bit here a little bit there so uh, i'm excited to hopefully have that we'll actually be bottling that in march of this year i love that idea I love that idea. You know why? Because there's a, uh, well, this isn't like a new idea, but there's one of my uh, favorite local wineries here, Infinite Monkey Theorem, is uh, they sell um, cans cans of wine, which you would think is like, that's bizarre. But I remember I went to their wine tour at their winery, whatever, and they uh, explained like how they can put it in a can and make it taste good. There's like something about the can that like preserves it inside and like it's not like you know, aluminum against the wine, right, whatever. Like, yeah. And so, um, yeah. so, but I like it because it's, it, like, a it's single like a single serve. serving and then you can feel like, okay, I get, like and moderation. And they sell them in like four packs and then, right. <laughs> yeah. And then you can like take them to a picnic. It just feels really good to kind of have that like idea of like, the, here's right. one it's glass It's like an arrested wine. development where they're like, well, it's going to go bad. Of yeah. Course, like if I open it. a full bottle, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have another, like, and I not did, that that's bad, but I feel like sometimes I just need a little bit of a boundary. I drank a whole bottle of champagne last night. Great. Because I was like, it, it's been sitting awesome. in my fridge since Good we moved you, like four weeks ago. I'm really like, proud of you, actually. Like, literally four months ago, we moved and somebody gave us this bottle of champagne and it's been sitting in our fridge and it takes up like the whole shelf in the door that it's yeah. in. And I was like, we got to like, get rid I, of this thing. We just got to drink this. And so I just drank all of it. Because awesome. I was like, well, now that it's open. YOLO. Yeah. Just yeah, YOLO. I have to finish it. Can't really put the cork back in No, on that exactly. <laughs> It was great. Okay. I was a little hungover. Uh, we fine. have a few minutes left. Let's wrap up and talk a little bit about CrossFit. <laughs> um, as far as going into the 2018 season, is there anything that you're kind of predicting or, I don't know, looking forward to? Um, and, yeah, I mean. Wait, uh, hold on. I, I have one more quick question. Oh. How did you like Madison? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It was really cool. It was great to meet um, just different parts of the community and different areas because I know I think a lot of people that go to L.A. are obviously from the L.A. or California or West Coast region. Um, So it was awesome to meet a lot more people. I felt like I met a lot more people from uh, New Zealand and a lot more people from like Eastern Europe. It was really cool. Um, I loved it. It was great. I think it definitely felt a little bit more of a hometown feel, obviously being in the Midwest and not in a big city. Um, so it was really cool in the aspect and obviously it was beautiful. Madison was gorgeous. It was funny because leading up to it, we talked to the, some of the bars and talking to people about like the CrossFit games and how many people are going to be coming and trying to get our wine in there. And people were like, yeah, we have events here big that are big all the time. Like we're planning, like we'll, we'll be prepared for this. And we're like, um, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you, there might be like more people than you think. And then we actually talked to one of the bars that we did the wine event at and, 
at the, and on Sunday night, they were actually out of like three of their main dishes, like the ribs, the the steak, and I think like the fish. So I was like, okay, so um, I'll just get some of the appetizers. But um, <laughs> I don't think they planned on it being busy. And I think the projected money that they thought they were going to bring in was like one to two million. And I think they brought like eight to ten million in uh so crazy in mo- like in revenue for the whole entire week. So and, and we talked about all- this like when we first came back, but Madison got into it bring it mm-hmm. like you walk yeah. down the street and there's like ben smith climbing a rope on the side of the coffee shop mm-hmm. yeah it was, it was cool. awesome to see all that and it was cool because i think everything again there everything's so like in one spot like obviously as you leave downtown there's a little more spread out but everything was right there so it kept a little more people a little lively and you could see more people you're like oh those are crossfitters oh those are crossfitters oh they totally. got handles on where in la it's so spread out that yeah we talked about tell. that too that like the venue i think has a little bit of growing into itself to do like you know of course holding an event like that in Carson at an actual sports venue was going to be easier than doing it somewhere where like the week before they'd had like the Dane County State Fair but um but the town is like in in Carson like you leave the venue and you're in Carson yeah you're just in Carson land but in Madison it's like you're to your point like you're walking around like the whole town just got totally taken over and Madison Mm -hmm. is so cute yeah it was the best yeah it was really cool Cool. Well, um, okay. We have a. Do you have one more? Well, question? I want to ask too if there's anything specific. I want to go back to my 2018 yeah. question. Like, is there anything? Because I feel like the games change every single year and they get more and more intense. And I just wonder if there's anything that, that you're kind of preparing yourself for or focusing on. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is continue. Like, I'll definitely be spending more time on training um, and more of the business stuff will be held by Alex and my dad. Um, but I mean, in terms of myself, like, I know, like, there'll be some sort of swimming, again, at the games. But I think for the season, like, the Open, like, Dave said at the Invitational that the Open announcements are going to be special. So I just feel like when he suggests something like that, it could be something completely different. Um, and, and it's hard to really project and know. But I know, I know the one thing I can't control is just the amount of time I'm training, what I'm training for. I'm just trying to focus on getting stronger and getting more powerful um, to be able to have that going into not only the open but also regionals my region i think will be changing i think they're they pulled latin america or they pulled all of like south america and mexico and central america all together for that one region so instead of southwest south central and latin america region together at the south regional it'll just be southwest and south central so i think there'll be 40 competitors versus the 50 so i think in terms of regionals we'll we'll go a little faster but um i, I mean it's tough they're they'll they'll pull something from the games and bring it to regionals. It's just hard to tell what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I just, again, like you said, you know, focus on like what you're doing now. Um, I still remember the bigger picture and what's important in life and don't get caught up. So I'm not enjoying myself and not enjoying the process, but, um, I definitely, I, I'm grateful and always thankful for the opportunity to do, be able to do what I do. And so I try to make sure I have appreciation each day, um, and with the people around me and just what I'm doing. So try to focus on that as I go into this next year. Yeah, well, we'll be cheering you on as always. And it's really inspiring to watch you just because you've been in it for so long. And I, I feel like Thanks, folks who've been doing it for as long as you have, it's even more inspirational because we know, <laughs> we don't know, but we can imagine we how much a lot work, of people who tell us yeah, how, much, how yeah. much work it takes. And this is just... Um, I don't know. It's just, I feel like, it, yeah, and I feel like every single year it gets more and more intense so that, um, you know, it's not just something that you are, you know, you're never used to it. I feel like you have yeah. to keep pushing yourself more and more every year to kind of stay with how CrossFit is evolving. Totally, yeah. It keeps you on your toes and it's like the amount of work that you did last year, it's like, okay, you kind of have to build on top of that 
because it's like there's people that are spending all day training and focusing just on that. So it's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta continue to stay ahead of the game to still be at the top and still to qualify. So, um, all right, so. We have we're going to end on a gonna, light note. We're going to end on a light note. So we have been doing these um, – our, our new thing is – well, it's not really new. Our new thing on Instagram stories is would you rather. So you know how they have Instagrams, the polls? <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing like a Claire's ton of really – I'm obsessed with would you rather. People are really excited about so it. So next time you just need That's a brain awesome. break, go to our Instagram stories because yeah. it's always a shit ton of okay. would you rathers. But we're just cool. going to do a couple. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would you rather always have perfect eyebrows or a perfect manicure? Ooh. I'd probably say eyebrows. Okay. Um, would you rather eat anything in any quantity with no negative consequences or never have to pay for food again? Never have to pay for food again. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would say. Yeah, because um, food can add up. It's true. That's um, Would you rather – hold on, i got to find another one. Would you rather um, be a contestant on Project Runway or Top Chef? Ooh. I'd say maybe Top Chef. That was that was more. Pro- I've picked Project Runway because I like Tim Gunn. Oh, I love Tim. Yeah, Gunn. he's. I've watched that. He's cool. Like, he's definitely like no. He knows his his stuff oh. like to the T. <laughs> he's got a um, great story too, by the way. If you ever want to read a good story, but good biography. Really, have to check it yeah, out. Yeah, he's got a he's got a very interesting background. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, check it out. Um, <laughs> would you rather be friends with a polar bear or a penguin? Polar bear, I think. <laughs> I mean, they're just cuddly looking, they right? Are, I, I know, know, right? I penguins are penguin so because I feel like it would be more like practical to keep in your house. Oh, okay. oh for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally these yeah. are just the way people think about these. It's very different. Would you rather live in a giant blanket fort or a treehouse? Ooh, I think treehouse. Would you rather run a 100 mile ultra marathon or do an Ironman triathlon? Oh, man. That's a tough I love running. Oh, man. I have to say triathlon. Because then, like, it's pushing me outside of my my comfort zone. That's a good. That's a good reasoning. Mine was the opposite. I was like, well, I hate I hate all three of those things. But if you slow down while you're swimming, you just drown. And if you <laughs> slow down while you're biking, you just fall over. But in the ultra marathon, I could walk. <laughs> that's hilarious. That is a good point. <laughs> um, would you rather oh, run a marathon or do a thousand burpees? Ooh. Dang, that's a good one too. This I would one, say, this one really got us. We couldn't, we couldn't figure it out. Because I've ran half marathons before, so I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I've never done a thousand burpees, so maybe a thousand burpees. I just feel like for me, I feel like a thousand burpees would take less time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, because you could even like just like you said, like you're slowing down the burpees. You could just step down, step up, and just keep moving at like a slower pace. Yeah, like even yeah. if you were doing like ten, I feel like ten burpees a minute would be like a good you know that would only take you like about three or so hours yeah whereas like a marathon would take me a good like five hours yeah at least like six hours um would you rather have to give up breakfast food or give up tacos Ooh, oh man that's a tough one i know we bring the tough ones we bring the tough questions and by the way people a lot of people breakfast food yeah a lot of people message us about this and they were like what about breakfast tacos yeah they were really emotional about you'd give up tacos yeah, probably. All right. And then the last one, you don't have to pick. It's would you rather be a CrossFit Games athlete or an affiliate owner? But you get to be both. <laughs> You're kind of both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like I'm both right now. That, that That's a tough one. Yeah. I, I, oh, man. Can I say both? Yes, you can. You, we will allow you. Because you yeah. are actually because both. Because you are actually both. We will allow you both. <laughs> okay. All right, Margo. Thank you so, Margo, so much, Margo. Where can people thank find you, you uh, for training and for your wine? 
Yeah, so for the wine, they have they can go to the vineyard.space for any wine purchases or any wine they want to look up. And then for the memberships and for the affiliate, it'd be the vineyardcrossfit.com. And then we actually have the Vineyard CrossFit on Instagram as well. Uh, and then my Instagram is 321go. G-A-U-X. G-A-U-X, yes. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you awesome. so much for being on the show again. It's always so, so fun to talk to you. Awesome. And we uh, wish you the best going into the next season i can't believe it's like i'm saying that but here we are i know it's crazy like it's november what happened to the summer yeah <laughs> crazy awesome all right well, thanks thank you so again much, i appreciate it we'll talk to you guys soon all right, all right. listeners bye okay. bye